Hey, hey, everybody! Welcome back to the Crossing the Road podcast with yours truly, Kendra D. Carroll. This message is taken from Facebook about the decisions of what God's doing, walking in obedience, if He calls you to move, if He calls you to throw your life up in the air of something you thought was a promise, and just wait and see what happens. Um, I'm just sharing from the heart my family's obedience as we walk this journey. All decisions are not made yet. So much to catch up on, but we'll take it one step at a time because good is in this message for you, and I pray that it blesses you and helps you to just walk in obedience of whatever God's going to do for you too. Hey, mama, here, girls. several times and I know that God is just shifting a lot of people right now a lot of things are happening over the summer and really for moms when school starts that's kind of the new year like every August is really when the new year comes and so um, in my transition time right now what I know about transitions is that you kind of got to go in a silent place because it's already hard enough to hear what God wants of you against your own opinions So getting a whole bunch of other people's opinions cannot be helpful, but it is good to keep like a a prayer team around you. And I like to have at least 10 people on that prayer team. And I think I have a little more than that this time. And it's actually really hard to update everybody because I've been keeping it more private and more like one-on-one conversations. So they know I really just want to hear God and um, respect those people who want to pray over it and include those who feel like they need to be included but still need like protection over those details. So um, I think it's safe to say in this group that I believe we are moving. Um, I've kept it all the way. We sold our house in five days of it being on the market. It was a 21 day thing of an escrow and um, that has gotten pushed out several times and so today is a day of a final signing and I'm very much a person of like it's not done till it's done and I just keep waiting in what God is doing and um, that's basically what I wanted to say I've seen a few people saying like they want out of California they want to move they want different things for life And I have been trying to, as I always speak, like grace over every situation, grace to everyone. Some people are called to fight. Some people are called to stay. I wanted to share that I, (laughs) we are not strangers to moving. Um, We actually have only lived in this house for two years, um, but God has had us move a lot. Um, Sometimes that was in a way that it was taken from us. So I know what it's like when God says, like, like that song had come out from, um, now her name just made me totally blank, but it's the one that if you can move the mountains and if you can part the seas, 
then like why aren't you opening it for me but at the same time god's will be done oh it was just there what her name is somebody put it in the comments i know what her name is but i'm just blinking because i have so much i want to say but anyways i felt like i could demand god to have me stay at that place i could say god you can part waters you can move seas and i want to stay here and i could have fought in a different way but it wouldn't have been the faith journey that god wanted me to take at that time and if you guys read my first published devotion that's what it was about was about a time that i had been praying for the lord to grow my faith and i didn't know that that meant taking a house away and that's what it was and um that transition was hard it was so hard it was um it was five years ago almost six right now and um it sent me into some depression that i shared in my uh growing uniquely confident stuff and but when you're when you're rocked and when you're like god i don't understand it sends you very inwardly and what i've learned about transitions is the more you can go inward and the more you can get silent there's that part in song of solomon that says he leads you into the desert to win you and woo you back and it's so you can have a deeper love with him so if you feel like you're supposed to isolate or you're supposed to and people are telling you no don't isolate it's a different type of isolation it's not one to just hide because like i said i have a prayer team of people who pray to help um when i feel weak to have sisters around you that when your face not strong enough that day but for me right now and where my faith is i might crawl under that rock for a day and um feel sad about the things that god's asking me to hold up so i've moved in forcefulness i've moved in brokenness uh, we moved to Arizona. So we live in California. We moved to Arizona. It lasted only six weeks, guys. So nothing's done till it's done, which is why I'm just not sharing what's happening because I just don't know. But in that time, I just felt slammed doors on me and I felt my marriage being rocked. I felt the, I just felt held and stuck. And I'm like, God doesn't want me stuck. Like if I know anything, I'm not supposed to feel stuck. And God can't fix things unless I admit that it's broken. So in that time, I said, it's broken, God, and I'm done with it, and you're going to fix it. And that's when we bought a camper, and we moved to Arizona, and we just kind of thought that was a stepping stone for moving out of state. And lo and behold, it moved us back. And I re-fell in love with my area. And it was at Christmas time. And what better, I felt like a Hallmark movie of <laughs> needing to say I fell in love with my town again. And praying over the, our town and praying over our people. And so going through COVID, I had such a different heart. And I think some of you guys saw that. To just love on businesses, love on people, love on the struggle, love on the, love on the circumstances, love on the people in depression, love on those who were feeling isolated and just knowing what that felt like, knowing what frustration of trying to move forward of things felt like. And then to come to now and feel like this was my promised land. God asked me, I, we had been praying for a promise. We had been praying for, it took, it took, oh, when did it take? Okay, so I have to go off like pregnancies 2015 and she was only a couple months old and we had to leave the place that I said, um, Lauren Diego, if you can move the mountains, if you can part the seas, then, you know, why are you doing this? But I will trust you anyways. And I had to live on that song. And, um, then when the thy will be done song came in and living on that song 
emotions of that when it came because I thought that it was just a holding place and I thought we were going to be moved quickly and we weren't. And I had to be stuck there longer. And in that stuck season, I see how much... Um, I also talk a lot about, so the promises, my ranch is named seven silvers because of the Psalms that says he purifies his promises seven times over that you have to enter the fire. And I have a talk a lot about character shaping that happens in the fire, especially because my husband is a farrier. And so when he puts that shoe in, gets it hot and he pulls it out and it's soft enough to bend and mold and put in the positions it needs to be put in. That is what that that verse was meaning to me. But then I read about another lady that was very moved by the thought of um, what is purifying silver? How does silver really be purified? And it, it went around Facebook recently. If you guys didn't get to see it, I'll try to find it and reshare the whole story. But a part that I missed, and I knew God is watching you the whole time. But in the silver process, if you take your eyes off of it, like it could completely melt and be, be gone into the fire and you couldn't get it back. It has to be held in the middle of the flame. And so not only is it watched, but it's held. So if you feel you're under flames, you're under fire, you're under God, moving and shaping you you are held in the center of the fire as he heats you to and then it said when do you know it's done when i see my own reflection so what is god doing in that character shaping of being held in the fire to see the reflection of his beauty in you that's cool that's so that imagery that knowingness that like God, it's God's love over us in everything that we think is pain or think is hard or think is not God loving us. It's so God loving us. And it's awesome. So now we are moved to a house that I was running my horse program out of. We served in the first year 214 kids. I didn't recount. Even over COVID, I did a small production in May that we did... Um, a faith over fear type of thing with kids and songs that say like be brave and don't fear and God made us not in a spirit of fear and do not be afraid and we did this whole production and I even have movies on it it was supposed to come together maybe in God's timing that gets released later because it just took longer to do but um and and then I started my book and then tons of transitions tons of things have happened and I met the owners of this house that are going to be owners after tomorrow, if that's what God's will still is. And um, I had been praying that it would be somebody who has faith. I don't, I actually, I might tear up telling you now. Um, because we're not leaving because we don't love it. That's not the reason. God asked us to hold his promise like this and see what he wants to do with it. And I remember being over making a goat pen trying to make this more of our forever place because that's the mindset we were trying to come in because my husband wants a forever place i actually pray to journey around and to just love on people and see the world and see how god wants me to i i i kind of have a free spirit of um a hippie gypsy not hippie gypsy a gypsy god spirit that just wants to travel and love on people and i i pray so much that my book and these travelings lead that so um i don't want to jump there but i'm there right now so if you guys are in a different state than california which even in california i'll be coming back of course 
um, and we don't even know if we'll still end up back here. But in our travelings, um, I'd like to start my book launch already. Just go and speak to people and tell them uh, what living outside your comfort zone for God looks like. Because if you're sitting back and you're just doing it because it's comfortable and not because it's really where God called you, you're never going to experience God to the heights of what He wants to show of you and who you are. And um, my book is called Stepping Into Your Calling. And so um, I'd like to make this journey part of that. And so hopefully like weekdays, because we're not always going to be on a weekend, we're kind of going through every state for like three days. So if you live in a state that you want me to come visit you, um, that's also been so cool. So Beth is on here, Beth Klein, um, who is the makeup girl I got to go see her in person in these journeys already and I've been praying over her and made friends with her over over Facebook and now I get to meet real people um I have another girl that's in my publishing company that's in West Virginia and her son has cancer and I've been praying over her and I don't know her and I'm gonna go meet her and and pray over her again and I've been encouraging her in her book and so we have this book journey together and there's just so many people that God has highlighted to me to to love on extra and to um I guess I didn't really know a lot about intercessory prayers, but what it means is to just take on somebody's life as if it's your own and pray with a whole heart over them. And that's what I love doing. I just love praying over people, their big dreams and their big prayers and their their God journeys. And as I go on this God journey to not even know where I'm going to live next because I'm just waiting for the seven silvers promise to go again and maybe God moves us seven times this is not, I, I went private on this one. Like, it's our God girl one. It's not the one that my husband sees because if he thinks we're moving a whole bunch more times, he'll be out already. <laughs> so we're not going to rock his faith too much yet. I know what he can handle, but God is, I am so, guys, if you have a husband who is not very faithful, like in, in a God term way, or even just in anything that you pray and you feel like your faith is way bigger and you're waiting for your man to come step up and lead, just keep praying because God has blown me away through this new time of holding up a promise and that it was actually my husband's lead this time, even though I had prayed forever to experience this journey, to experience getting out of my comfort zone, to experience a new place to be in a place that I felt like this is where God wants me because this is where he moved me. I wanted to feel moved. And I felt like there was another song to share about that, that like, there's a, it's like, Lord, um, keep me still if I'm made to be still, but move me if I'm made to move. And just knowing that there's a different time and a different season for each of us and in each of us and having to experience that so many times that's the part I wanted to explain to you guys most was stay silent in prayer. You have your own opinions against what God is doing and those are going to be hard enough. So when other people are giving you opinions instead of just prayers, be careful, climb under your rock, go into your protection of I am God's and God's alone and his opinion and his, I doing this. If I, there's this verse in second Corinthians, Oh, chapter five, I think it's verse 13. It's like nine through 13, but you could go read all of chapter five, especially if you're switching houses right now, because it's basically like our home is in heaven. 
and our heart will always feel like we're we're trying to create the better we're trying to create the more we're trying to create pieces of heaven here and as we are trying to do that that leads us into the new places and leads us and that's the whole god plans it in your heart to have a desire and then we move along with that and then you know we walk out the desires of our heart and then god plans the way and you have to step in a direction and even if it feels like self-will god will redirect it as you keep praying and you keep having others pray over it so i have no idea where my journey is from here um i am going to be going on clubhouse if you guys have not done clubhouse it is like zoom and like a podcast altogether. you can literally just be a listener or you can be part of the communication there's no videos it's just your little face picture and talking and it's an amazing place to grow and talk and be fed and so many christians are on it um mine is called god's yes girls because i want to help god's yes girls say more yeses to god because Esther didn't do for such a time as this without all the little yeses she said in between. And even David, I don't think he would have become queen if he did not slay that giant and show up to feed his brothers and say, yes, I'll go serve them. And then yes, I will fight that giant. He wouldn't have made it to be king. He would have missed his blessing if he didn't say all the little yeses along the way. And those little yeses started as a shepherd boy, just tending the sheep. So don't forget what your little yeses are that are going to lead to your bigger things. Okay, I think I jam-packed a whole bunch of stuff into that. I go live not really knowing. I didn't keep any notes or anything. All the things that I wanted to bless and share to you. Um, and so I'm sure it went even a little bit longer. But at noon, my time, um, which is Pacific Coast. But because of the way that we're going to be going, I want to start making it 10 o'clock for Eastern time. <laughs> and um, keep a time that I will be going on to God's Yes Girls. And it's basically transitioning for the adventure. I just want to kind of keep people updated and keep those who feel like they're transitioning also encouraged. And those who are ready to be rocked by God to feel that it's an adventure. That even if it feels bad or it feels long or it feels hard, it's your adventure. And Mandy says, 2 Corinthians 4, 17. Your adventure is God's adventure. And life should be looked at that way. It shouldn't be looked at as a beaten down burden. That's what the devil came to do. He came to confuse, confuse destroy, wreck everything. All the things that are going wrong in the world is making it look like the devil is winning in confusing people and it just gives me so much more grace and so much more love for those who are being won over by the devil and knowing that they just don't know God's love to the fullest of what it is and that's our job and that's our adventure and that's ours to make it look like God's good even when it doesn't feel good God is doing something good and to fight the good fight so I'm here's your little encourager I'm excited to get back into ministry. I'm not sure how much I'll still be on in here because my first ministry is my family. And so when you don't see me, I hope that you understand that that's something I'm living out for all of you too, is that your family comes first, especially in transition. Make sure their hearts are good. Make sure you're feeling hope. 
make sure that you're speaking God's promises even when you don't see them. Because the longer that his promises take to come to fruition, the greater the promises. The longer you're being held in that fire, the purer you're coming out as him and doing his will. So just don't be afraid. Don't bail out. Don't find comfort. Just keep going. I know that that's scary even for me to say. I get to go encourage that because I know what that means. I literally know what that means. But because of all my little yeses that God has prepared along the way, I can do this. All right, guys. Thank you for your prayers over my family, over the ministry to come, over helping others step into their calling, and over telling people, I didn't come for you to be comfortable. I came for you to grow and to love God more. That is what I do. And I got some good friends who met me in person who are like, not happy when I say that. Not happy when I say, I didn't come to make you comfortable. I came to help you find God more. So, whatever type of encouragement you guys can use from me, if you guys need prayers, it is my favorite to pray over you as if it's my own. Whatever it is that you need. So as always, go check out the website and see what's new. Sign up for a retreat. Sign up on Thinktific. Guys, there's a free course on there that is my daughter who is five going over her thoughts of Jesus because sometimes we need to come back to the basics of what a five-year-old's view is so that you can remember how to share it with others or maybe that could be your tool to share with others. There's so much on the Thinktific courses, so please go check them out. I didn't put them up there for nothing. I did this all because God has led me, and I would not want anybody to not do what God wanted them to do. So I do have the full Stepping Into Your Calling course with videos and journaling and everything for you to do on your own now up there. And then because it might still be a little bit pricey for you, depending on what you're trying to do. But if you're debating on whether or not God's calling you back to college, don't spend the money before you go and really ask God if that's what you wanna do. Take yourself through a $450 course right now, like for real guys, <laughs> okay? Don't underestimate what God's gonna do with that money to keep you aligned and going in the direction that he wants you to go. But I will be splitting it down because I do think that sometimes we just need a leadership course or we just need that course on boldness and to go a little bit deeper in each of the things. And so I'm going to be separating those out for you and just so much more is to come. So keep checking it out and be blessed as always. All right, guys, if you need prayer, you need anything, I always tell you, reach out. Sending lots of love and blessings. Bye.